0: And welcome to our inevitable Mortal Kombat 2021 review. And I hate that you have to say the date with certain films. It's, it, I mean, it's. Why, did know,
1: they I, do, I, why do they do that? Why do? Why are they constantly, instead of having uh, like, oh, all right, Mortal Kombat colon something else to deviate it and separate it from that brand confusion of. The 1995 movie, because you see this all the time with the streaming services where they, uh movies share the same title after even though they've rebooted it 20 years down the road, and yet there's still confusion with that. Someone will see that and think, oh, this is the new one, and click on it, and it's not what they expected. I don't know why they do that. They could have called this anything. I think we're going to uh, both call it a pile of shit, but we'll get into yeah. that.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of, like, names we could give it. You know, Mortal Kombat Dumpster Fire, Mortal Kombat Shitstain. I mean, there's just so many, um, obviously, that kind of, spoiler alert, kind of tells you what we think about this film. Right. But I do feel like, though, as I I have looked at people's uh, thoughts and stuff, and because of this movie coming out, people are doing throwbacks to the original, calling it corny, campy, cheesy Outdated, and I'm like, I'll throw in my two cents of like. To be fair, you know, me and Nathan, we grew up with the uh, with Mortal Kombat because that's what it's called. I'm not going to say the original or 1995. It's Mortal Kombat because they got it right. However, to be fair, I think I- I'm going to throw it at Nathan. You could probably uh, throw your two cents in as well. Just that way we're not constantly saying we're stuck in the past to, like, if you have anything that you feel like, okay, that could have been done differently. That way was like, look, we are not unwilling to admit that what they got right in the past is not flawless. Mm -hmm. But by far, the overall uh, quality is second to none in terms of, like, they got it right. People to this day will still list that film as the best video game adaptation. Plus, it's just a great damn film, anyway. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't understand why people like to lump it in as a cheesy film. Because other than a few lines of bad dialogue, dated special effects, some dated special effects, I'm like, I don't. I kind of feel like people just like to lump films that are old. It's like, oh, it's cheesy, but it's great. Like, almost like because you and I briefly touched on this before, just probably like people's idea of what cheesy is right like do people will just toss around campy and cheesy to just anything that's 20 years old and and older
1: yeah you you it's such a odd place but but I think that the huge difference there are the people that are saying like uh, Mortal Kombat is cheesy and uh some other 90s films that were very mainstream and popular for their time as classified as cheesy whereas I look at cheesy films as stuff uh particularly horror movies and action of course can dabbles in there quite a bit but i think of 70s and 80s but they're movies that had a heart to them and were not big budget massive releases widespread releases that you 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 get a vibe that they were trying to make something good. It didn't turn out that way. And you can appreciate it on those merits alone. That kind of the, that's where the cheesiness for me comes in. It's cheesy to me because they're trying so hard to make it great. And it didn't work that way. Whereas now it's like, you feel like, well, I wouldn't even say they're trying hard anymore these days, but it just doesn't come across the same way. Now with mortal Kombat. And I will say 95, just to differentiate here. Are there things that are issues? Yes. Are some of the special effects dated? Yes, but the soundtrack kicks ass. It's straight, it's direct, it's forward. Uh, Agoro in that movie is a hell of a lot better than what we got in this one, of course. <laughs> and we will we will get into that. Uh, but, I mean, look at Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Like, that, that, that's a tough one to swallow. There's not many people that would go and defend that. I would qualify that on that line of being like cheesy but i don't know it's art art subjective and people are going to think what they're going to think but i think for those people that are just calling those baseline mainstream releases that we got in the 90s and the early 2000s cheesy go back and watch some like dig deeper find some of this other stuff that will really show you the the, the B-grade movie, because that's what I think about when I think of Cheesy, the B-grade movie. Me too. Not, not something that was intended for wide release, like the AAA title kind of movie that ultimately fails. They just automatically want to place that on there, and that's not the case.
0: I mean, Mortal Kombat Annihilation definitely is a definitive uh, cheesy film. It's the dialogue makes you roll your eyes. The special effects make you roll your eyes. You can't take anything seriously. You laugh at everything because it's everyone's line delivery. You're like, oh, the fight scenes are silly. It's like something mm-hmm. out of a shitty Power Ranger episode. That's cheesy. Double Dragon is cheesy because mm-hmm. it's lame and it sucks. Mortal Kombat, of course, I didn't think so as a kid. And I wasn't as well versed in the Double Dragon mythology um, back then. I just like, oh, it's Double Dragon. It's great. Just yeah. because it was called Double Dragon. But Mortal Kombat, like I have watched it so many times. There are certain lines I'm like that could have been delivered better, or I don't like how he delivered that line, or. "Mm." But ninety-five percent of that film is—it's an ultimate legitimate ass kicker. I don't have to defend this film because I I, there's nothing to defend because, son of a bitch, man, they they got it. It,
1: It's one of the uh, given the context of what it's based on, and as you said before at the beginning of this, it it's still regarded as the best video game adaptation because that is a very hard thing to do. And obviously, I don't know what the fuck happened with with this new movie. I, let's just go ahead and just jump right into this overturned uh, outhouse. I This came did out... You watch,
0: a, did you watch... Let me ask you, did you watch... The oh op- the first like because the, the, they had to release the sub-zero scorpion segment like online for people to no, watch first no I, okay. I didn't
1: I didn't watch that but in hindsight now watching the movie in full I realize now why they put just that seven minutes up for everybody to watch because that's easily the best part of this yeah. entire thing uh you do, do you want to kind of I'll, I'll just go ahead and sort of read this. It's We're talking about the Lin Kuei, and if you guys are familiar with Mortal Kombat video games, you kind of have gotten a little bit of backstory on all, all of this. You kind of get all of that with the, the mythology of what they've tried to do. Man, that's loud. Tried to do uh, <laughs> Tyler's Waterfall. Oh, you're good. Uh, essentially, we, we have... Uh, See, I want to say Sub-Zero off the start, but he actually does have another character name. Well, Bobby.
0: just call it... Well, we don't need to get technical because this is a piece of shit. It doesn't deserve to be Bi-Han. Yeah. And I forgot what, what Sub-Zero... But we're just going to call him Sub-Zero and Scorpion. It's yep, no yep. sense in getting... It's being super technical because damn it, uh-huh. they don't deserve it. Fuck yeah, Warner Brothers.
1: <laughs> essentially, we're getting, like, the, the clan wars between uh, Sub-Zero's uh, clan and Scorpion's clan. Sub-Zero comes in, kills his family, wipes them out, but it turns out that uh, there was a, a survivor a, a daughter that was that they put underneath the floorboards of the house to protect her from being killed and murked like everyone else and it turns out Raiden is the one that has taken this child and etc cetera, etc cetera. so it goes from that and then we <sighs> why they th- this was the the hardest thing to swallow about this is you have this already, built-in universe from 11 games now and spanning, and yet we're stuck here with an uh, a, a failed MMA fighter named Cole, who can't even win a $200 fight. We're going to put that here. Uh, this will work in later that it just makes no sense, but we have a failed <laughs> MMA fighter named Cole who is immediately tracked down by Jax, and I, I think I may have saved a screenshot of the stuff that I had texted you. Just some. The main quote here is Jax finds Cole because Sub Zero shows up to like kill, because you later find out that uh, the purpose of this is to kill these champions of Earth to prevent this, this Mortal Kombat tournament from ever taking place. Get to Gary, Indiana, find Sonya Blade just uh, already uh, uh, the dialogue through here is just so it sounds like a 12 year old wrote it
0: very much very much so
1: and and we'll we'll get that with a lot of the unnecessary fucks that are thrown about like i i love i love the f word i say it all the time as, as part of my everyday vocabulary i say it often i can't stress that enough but it, it's this seems like one of those cases where well, we got to write this in the script. It's going to be rated R. We got It's got to. It's got to have that. And it just comes off sounding like a twelve-year-old kid wrote it. To man, this would be cool, right? And it just doesn't work.
0: Yeah, it's like they're writing for kids who can't come into the theater, and yeah. yet adults are the only ones who can see it, and it's been dumbed down. Uh, you know. And I'm going to say this too. This movie doesn't feel like it's completely pulling from the more recent uh, Mortal Kombat games. Like, I have kept up with, you know, the first three games, that is my bread and butter. Yeah. I've, you know, kept up with four, some, uh, and Deception, Deadly Alliance, and all that stuff. This movie itself only feels like it's pulling, well, it's all over the place. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, I can't sit there and say that they're goal was to go out and bring in the current mortal Kombat gamers only like we're strictly focused on the mortal Kombat 11 mythology where everything's been retconned and this person's backstory has now been changed to this and that it still feels like they were trying to adopt elements from the earlier games but i i learned before the film came out and i read it and that from joeblo.com the director was interviewed and i kept wondering why is nobody upset that this new character that's made up for this film has become the focal point of this film i'm like why is i don't where is the backlash about this and he he was finally put to it to address why is a new character the focal point and he said that that's not that was something that warner brothers wanted in the film after he signed on that the script that was green that when he came on the project did not have that character. Which makes me wonder. I don't think it would have been any better. But I'm sure it would have been more focused on Liu Kang and Kung Lao, Jackson, and Sony, the more Earth Earth Realm characters um, instead of this made up character that is they try so hard to get you to dislike this guy because you can't get behind him from the very beginning. There's nothing
1: relatable. He's a, loser. Nothing- He's a fucking loser. He can't win a $200 MMA right. fight. Like, that's, and, that's like bottom barrel MMA fighting, more or less, and he can't yeah. win that. Why would... Why do you... The, the character is completely useless and, and pointless. If you were going to do anything, do some story with the daughter who survived that initial attack, right? But all of this seems like it's building up for a sequel, which I probably won't even watch, but why not just go no. with that character? Why did they have to go with... With this lame Cole character that you know nothing about other than he's just a huge loser who can't win fights. And his family has to run away from Sub-Zero within the first 15 minutes of the film. Now granted, when that is happening, and Sub-Zero's chasing after him, which it's kind of funny if you go and watch as he's driving, he basically makes three right turns. And that essentially just brings him right back to Sub Zero, so he doesn't know directions very well either. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I guess one thing I could give credit to is, is the the gore and the kills. I thought were okay. Like when Sub Zero freezes Jax's arms and like rips his arms off, that was all right. It, I'm not saying it's super great, but I'm like at least it's something.
0: I would have been more impressed by that had it not been spoiled by all the big fatalities that were in the trailer. The head, the head, the head, uh, a head clap. Yeah. The arm tear. All those were hinted at in the trailer because obviously, you know something else too that really worried me before we ever saw a trailer was that originally before COVID hit, this was supposed to have been released in January of 2021, which to me that's the dump month. Yeah, not a good sign for one of the biggest franchises in video game history, if not the, well next to like Mario, Zelda, Street Fighter. That's not a good sign. And when I saw that, I'm like, oh my god, like that's that scares the shit out of me. And you know, not even having seen a trailer, like this film's in trouble already. You don't release something of this magnitude in January. You know, I know the summer's supposed to be Ghostbusters, Top Gun, Black Widow. They could have found a good summer spot to release mortal Kombat or march or some anything but january and september like that's a bad sign yeah. for most films you may have a golden gem uh you know something at random that may come out like wow i didn't expect that to be any yeah. but it's but that that had me worried initially and I, that by that point they hadn't announced that cole was part of this film i don't i don't recall that it was just like hey you know who's going to be in it and stuff like that but um You know this. I mean, we have to judge it on what we got, and they they make this made up character the focal point of damn near everything in the film. Yeah, Um, they don't give him any. In I can't blame the actors because they're they're hired for the parts, but nobody could have made this character (laughs) likable. And one thing too, it's like, look, it's it's not very, you know, it's very cliches. Oh, he's struggling. He's got a wife, a child. They support him he's down in the dumps. Okay, fine. But you at least need to show this guy he's a winner. He's just going through some tough times. No, this guy comes off as just a real pussy throughout the whole film. Not really give anything. He's just kind of there to like, Okay, I found Sonya. Okay, well now is everyone's just it's just kind of setting yeah. things up. Now we gotta go find this person. There I, is no I, growth for this character until You know, the going end. back until, But that's not growth either. There yeah, is no I mean, growth. I, no,
1: no, it's basically just that. When that happens, that's just basically a, a plot device that was already instilled in the film or, uh, like halfway through. Anyway.
0: I, I If we're going to jump to that just real quick, it really comes off like Warner Brothers threw this in their lap and they decide, well, how do we get people behind this guy? Like, I know they always do this crazy ass bad booking on wrestling. We'll get the guy over by having him beat one of the most pivotal, important characters in the mythology right there on the spot. Uh. And then the people will, oh, It'll be great. It'll be like, oh, man, I, I keep on, he, he killed Goro in a barn with organic bo- uh, Under Armour.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, well, let, let's, well, We'll get to that point. Let's backtrack a little bit. Uh, yeah. So Jax tells Cole, you got to go find Sonya Blade. Because if you guys are have any familiarity with this, you know that Sonya Blade and Jax work together as like a special forces unit that track down criminals, et cetera, et cetera. So they find Sonya. And just, uh, it's real quick. I'm like, damn, all right. Well, that didn't take long, right? So they, they get there. And who does Sonya have in her hideout? She's interrogating Kano, our, uh, our comedic relief of the movie
0: which oh boy is he ever
1: well, well I'll I'll go back cuz I have timestamps of this I well I also have in a quote here I've done 6 tours motherfucker I came from yeah. Jax all right my brain's already trying to forget this that did come I swear,
0: why why is it they always have to make black
1: characters
0: that are supposed to be tough they always come off like the most generic cliche street talking character like like stereotypes. Oh, I, yeah. like it, it I, yeah
1: I, we need to get away
0: from that. We really do. In this time, we're the, in this day, age, where they're constantly trying to push more black and Asian and Hispanic leads. I'm like, that's great, but why are you still treating them as if, like, you know, they're being written by Brett Ratner? <laughs> yeah. you know, Did Jax ever... I'm like, I never once, when I played Mortal Kombat 2 and 3 and Jax was one of my favorite characters growing up, did I ever envision him talking like, yo, motherfucker, I'm gonna break your, you know, uh, you know, you'll, you'll broke a- you'll punk ass or something. Any of the, you know, cliche stuff, you know, the way <laughs> what, Joe Lotto probably talks on the street, you know?
1: What, what about, what about, uh, what about Jax and the MK versus DC universe? Remember? Oh, yeah. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's where they're getting it from. But here's the time Oh, stamps God. Here's the timestamps from this. So when Kano was introduced in this scene, I, I started watching this movie uh, about 2.30 in the morning. Like that's, I think it was Friday into Saturday morning. So this is an early Saturday morning when I started watching this two 53 a.m. I do think Kano is all right. Two a.m. Two minutes later, barely passable 2:59 a.m. Now he's annoying. It took, it took six <laughs> minutes for me to be like, all right, it, it's a little too much. And it was now some of the stuff that he said, I hate to admit, I did sort of like, huh, okay. But then it just it stretched it too far and it was just one thing after the other there's there's one where like people are giving him shit and he's talking about like licking his balls or something. I should have took down these direct quotes but that's yeah, the, more 12 year old bullshit yeah it's more that same thing that I you're not I don't know do you, do you think even if we were were 12 years old? now when this came out do you think we would appreciate that aspect of it more or do you think it would still just make us roll our eyes
0: well but no because my perception of kano is this guy is a lethal son of a bitch not for one moment in this entire film do you feel like this guy has an edge to him he's strictly shown off as what looks to be a guy who's never hit the gym is supposed to be you know leader of the black dragon look I mean, he, he looks like a damn drunk, like, visually. He looks like a yeah. bum. There's nothing that says, this guy, I can see why Sonya Blade, like, you know, you, we're, we're, I mean, from the very beginning, we all led to believe Sonya is after this guy. Because this guy is one of the world's, like, you know, deadliest criminals. He's a mercenary. I don't, you don't get that at all. Not one scene in this movie sets this guy up to be very dangerous.
1: Well, I, I think... think- I think that's because Sonya, they've come to this conclusion that there are warriors on Earth you're gonna love it, you're gonna love it That that have a dragon mark and that dragon mark can be transferred to anyone that kills that person with the dragon mark and also, if you have that dragon mark somewhere deep inside of you, you have some sort of special power, you just have to find out how to uh, Harness it. your arcana. Harness. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> I, I I hate with a passion
0: having to say the word your arcana. If that isn't the more more most definitive like terminology for fanboy fanfiction bullshit. I mean, this is just like something you would you would find somewhere on on a fan form of Mortal Kombat fans. Yeah, in the, in the, in it's, the, yeah. Like,
1: it's like a twelve year old went to a Mortal Kombat uh, message board and like posted a script to his fan fiction. That's, it's, that's it's basically all, what this is,
0: and inserted himself as I cold. want to be a. He's yeah, cold. and I felt like so, I felt like someone at Warner Brothers really felt like I want to see myself. Is a Mortal Kombat character, and I love MMA. Make this character, and I'll name him after my kid, but he, I, or some some shit like that, because it just feels like this has got someone who has no business or no idea of good storytelling and knows anything about Mortal Kombat. except maybe they played the a game here or there,
1: yeah.
0: and just says no, like kind of like how uh, uh, John Peters is notorious for like trying to shoehorn in like crazy shit. That's what giant this feels guys. like: giant spiders and. I don't know which dickhead at Warner Brothers. Obviously, it was a unanimous studio decision, but I feel like someone had to have the bright idea to force in this character that's just there to meet up with Sonya, then to meet up with Kana, then to fight Reptile, Yeah, or a version of Reptile. Which,
1: why why is it that Reptile never gets any love in this anything ever? Like, Reptile's just there and immediately killed. They have it listed here as uh, size off. S-Y-Z-O-T-H. Which, yeah, it's,
0: that's why I felt like that was some lame excuse to throw in another character, and it's not reptile as we know it but it's probably from the same race because of like all the things he was doing which was just this it's stupid reptile. bullshit i
1: saw i saw it and i'm like I, you can call it what you want to me uh, you're trying to if you're pa- trying to pass that off as reptile it's it's reptile
0: yeah i'm sorry but 1995 mortal Kombat got it right when it doesn't make much sense but when he shows up in his ninja outfit and beats the shit out of luke that's reptile yeah uh, we don't see him pull his skin off or anything like that but we're seeing him go invisible. He's shooting his tongue out and spitting acid like, yeah, that's Reptile. And I'm sure a lot of this stuff, too, is, is like they're made up bullshit or trying to justify throwing in all this stuff and then do it again in, in a sequel, which I hope to God doesn't happen.
1: I, I feel like it um, made enough money and was did well enough stream-wise and at the box office, all things considered. I, I, I think it'll happen. I really do. Sure.
0: Well, Batman and Robin made a lot of money, too, and that derailed the franchise.
1: Well, I, I uh, see now. I'm, all right. Going back to the thing we were talking about with cheesy, would Batman and Robin be considered cheesy or is it just flat out bad? All bad
0: because I well. But to me, though,
1: but I some guess, people some people will be like, oh, that's really cheesy. It's a very well, Batman, fun one. Batman and Robin
0: is very cheesy, but it's very bad altogether. It, well, it,
1: it was kind of intended purpose for that to be like more of a throwback to well, the 60s and, and, series. It, it was meant,
0: it was targeted towards kids, too. I mean, it was everyone knows the story. Mattel got heavily involved with the production of the film. It was not about telling a, a captivating Batman story for the masses, it was like selling toys and brightening it up for the kids. Yeah. That is what it's known for, and that's what it will always go down as. Um but you know there's this um getting back to the fight sequence there too it just um you know we all knew fatalities were going to be in this we see kano pull out the heart of this reptile fill in i don't give a shit it's 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 we already saw that in the trailer too like this yeah. reference that's I want, obviously Warner brothers clearly felt like they had to shoot their wad very very quickly to draw people's attention, because I guess they didn't think a new Mortal Kombat film was enough.
1: Even though people I, have been asking for this for the last 20 years.
0: Yeah, and I go back and watch the teaser trailer and the theatrical trailer for that first Mortal Kombat. I, I get chills when I watch it, because it it told you a what you're getting, the tone and kicking in with the awesome Mortal Kombat theme to get you pumped I'm like, I have got to see this movie at all costs. Glimpses of Goro. They didn't. They tease you with stuff. They didn't spoil stuff for you.
1: But they have you a know, tendency to do that these days with all their trailers. They they have to have that nice sizzle because that, that's how you have to draw the attention of people who have attention spans that could be measured in nanoseconds.
0: Yeah, and just cut to a shot of Matt Stone staring at a bird. Yeah, I hear you. And, uh, but there have been so many great trailers to bad movies. I'm like, you got me in like I when I always think of the, the, the Tobey McGuire Spider-Man trailers. I hate those movies with a passion, but those are some really, really good trailers. Good music. It tells you a good story, doesn't spoil a whole whole lot in it. And why these studios will, you know, do business with the companies that put together these trailers that just go out of the way to spoil everything from comedies to action to horror. It's all over the leaves- place. Yeah, it leaves nothing to the imagination that makes you curious about going to see it. And people still will complain about why they keep pulling in trailers. And studios continue to keep green lighting this, uh, you know, idea that, no, put whatever you want in there. Put in lame music. Put in, you know, don't tease anybody. Just throw it all out there. Let everyone know, yes, this guy's getting his head cut off. This guy's getting... Impaled. This guy's yeah. having his arms ripped off. Leave nothing out, you know, just surprise.
1: I I mean, yeah, they pretty much put all of that in the trailer.
0: Every bit of that. Uh, you know, you see a glimpse of Goro, I'm like, oh my god, I hope Goro's not gonna fight Cole, and son of a bitch, when we watched him, like, he's fucking fighting Cole.
1: Yeah, but so, you know. <laughs> no, no, go but
0: ahead. I, I just, you know, Sonya, very forgettable.
1: Not very, one, very not, bad not, actress, not a, too. Yeah, it's the line deliveries were bad from her. Well,
0: I I think a lot of the actors in this film, it was almost as if like George Lucas was directing this because it was like they're just giving, read this line of dialogue as flat line as you can. Don't worry about emotion. Just read it, uh, but be funny. Read it, but be serious. Read
1: it, but be angry. You know, there's
0: no real sense of a character direction
1: or involvement. Do you think that? Do you think that that's because the director behind this, this is his first movie? I think that would probably play a huge role into that.
0: Well, and that goes back to Warner Brothers and their boneheaded decision making, which I, but I can't sit and say it's strictly lack of experience because history has shown a lot of directors who come up will get their big break with a certain film because they're hungry. They got a chip on the shoulder and they will give it all they've got, even and then sometimes studios will interfere and fuck it all up.
1: Well, but, from from what it says here, he has just a background strictly in directing commercials, which that, that's fine, but I think a lot of I don't want to well, say like, I don't want to say memorable, but I feel like there were a lot of directors uh, in the 90s especially that that cut their teeth directing music videos. I think first.
0: David Fincher, like cuz he yes. went on to direct Alien 3 And that was his big, big break because he'd just done music videos. And Steve Barron, who directed the first Ninja Turtles film, had just done music videos. I think a little bit of work with Jim Henson, but nothing that was like big, big, you know, like uh, John McTiernan. Before he did Predator, he did a one film called Nomad with Pierce Brosnan, and then he gets Predator and then he gets Die Hard. So a lot of these guys will just do small stuff or no movies at all. And they're given this so. I can't sit there and say it's due to lack of, um, you know, lack of experience because obviously history has proven that you don't have to have a ton of movie making experience to make a good movie, but it comes back to, uh, I think, a lot of problems with the script and what the studio is pushing
1: for. I think a little bit could be blended into that, though, because going back to the thing where most of those guys cut their teeth directing music videos, that was more of a way of, During that time of having their own vision and working with that artist to make something great, yeah, which is why they would get those directing gigs for feature films in the first place. Someone would see that and be like, "This guy really, or uh, whoever, this guy, this this woman, they they get it. They have this nice eye and a visual." horizon they like they just see where they really want things to go and make it look and work the way that they want it to so it turns out great if this guy was only doing commercials ahead of time i feel commercials are way more heavily produced by the company that's producing the commercial yeah. you know like if you're having to do a commercial for mcdonald's i'm pretty sure you're not going to get any sort of leeway into why well, you don't try get this. Yet. No
0: creativity. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I think that that just put I put you in a box, and I think that that probably helped here a little bit into making that fall as flat yeah. as it did.
0: And maybe that's what Warner Brothers wanted. They wanted somebody who's just going to you know go say in, yes. do
1: say, say yes, yes, get and, the shots, and we're done. It's in the can. Yeah, and just
0: say we're reliant on the title to sell this, and that is it. And gore, we're not focusing on you know storytelling. Yeah, because anything
1: that respects uh, the shit that came before it, even if that shit that came before it was Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which dare say by the time we get to the end of this, I feel like I I walked away from this movie having a greater appreciation for Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Like, is it fucking terrible? Yeah, but at least I feel like I could sit down now and enjoy that way more than I did before this came out.
0: Uh, Well, I I still lump it in as an utter piece of shit. and I don't ever want to watch it again. (laughs) <laughs> um because i watched the trailer i think that night i came home just like or that is the night before i'm like oh my god just the trailer! i remember being so excited for that film based on the trailer because i was about ready to lose my shit We we can go into that later on at some point maybe but yeah. um i i just uh i feel like though and we we, we go all with all over the place here
1: yeah, we'll we'll come back to the, the main story of, of this. <laughs> yeah, film. To,
0: to tie this in though, and I, I know a lot of people, and this is as we're talking about this. This is not saying people who like this film are stupid
1: no, or morons.
0: Wrong. No, 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 if, no, if no, no. You,
1: if you found enjoyment in this and you like it, I I'm glad. I'm really happy. I wish you.
0: I wish I could, but Me I also too.
1: feel like there's a lot of people out there, and I because I've been
0: guilty of this before. I've done this so many times, where. I was so excited to see a movie, and I've been with Nathan when it happened. And you were so disappointed when you saw it, you did not want to admit that it did not live up to what you what you had hoped for. And you felt bad to say anything negative about it because you you, you it meant so much to you that this film come out and be great. I went, I was so depleted from seeing Annihilation. I went back the next day to see it again and hoped. <laughs> I went on. uh, I think it was Saturday because my dad and my brother went to go see it, and I was determined. Like, it's gotta be better. It it can't be as bad. And I went back and like, oh my god. And even when it came out in video, I was like, maybe I'll like it better this time. I'm like, fuck,
1: I can't get into this piece of shit. Did to me again.
0: And that's just one example because I was so determined. That Motaro, Shiva, Rain, Shao Kahn, Cyrax, they're all in one movie and it sucked donkey balls. It was just... There's no way around it. The dialogue was terrible. The fight choreography was eight shit. It was so bad. Quan Chi wasn't in it. I remember seeing a a picture of him in in one of the movie magazines I used to read. There was a shot of Shao Kahn's father and Quan Chi. I'm like, Quan Chi's going to be in Annihilation! And he's not in it. But... But that's just a side story of, like, I'm sure there's people who see this film. We're so excited. And when you see people come out and saying they didn't like it or reviews are coming out saying it's not a good time, it's not fun. You're going to denounce and disregard anybody who says anything negative, even though in your heart you're like, you don't want to believe that something you're so excited for. You personally is like, oh, my God, I was so excited for this film. And I was let down. Yeah. But you'll I, still defend it,
1: yeah, because
0: you don't want to embrace. I mean, like the Star Wars prequels are another prime example. Yeah, you don't want to believe both went
1: through that. We both, went yeah, that. yeah, and like, uh, you, know, you just want it to be good. And then uh, over time, over time, I'm sure some of you that are defending this now will watch it later down down the road, and you'll be like, "All right, yeah, you know what? That, that kind of sucked. I, I think it just happens with everything, or." There have been movies that I've come back to, and I'm like, you know what, that was actually pretty good. I don't know yeah. why I hated it as much. I think uh, Hellboy, the first Hellboy, comes to mind. Cause remember that? I fucking hated it when we walked out. I was like, I, that think we're, I think
0: we're all did kind of disappointed by it. Like we all just thought it was gonna be this. This, I mean, we weren't that well versed in Hellboy by any right. means, but we we just thought it was gonna be. It's Ron Perlman. It's gonna be great. And like,
1: eh. But then and going back we, and watching it, I can appreciate it differently than like the mindset that I had when I went into it yeah. theatrically. But
0: Well, I, well I, I, me too, because I, I didn't like Kill Bill at all and took my brother to go see the second one because I was forced to.
1: Yeah,
0: Didn't like it at all, and then several years later, I sat down with my dad and watched part of the first one. Like, okay, this is a lot better, and watched him. Like, okay, I clearly was wrong. Yeah. I, I That's the only Tarantino film I will ever say is legitimately good that I, I enjoy <laughs> watching from beginning to the end.
1: Well, uh, the, the there, hell with the
0: rest there, of his his there, inflated there, bullshit.
1: There will there will come the hate mail from this one. They'll be like, what, "Oh well, are, but whatever." I mean, it's that's that's the beauty of yeah. all this,
0: right? You yeah, can but like what we're saying are. is, like, you know, anybody who listens to this and you really like Mortal Kombat, we're not saying anything about you you as a person or what you like in movies. This yeah. is strictly our perspective because you may hate certain. It's I I do feel like people can take things so personal. It's like it's not saying. You are a lesser movie fan than I am, you right. know, and you know, there's things that Nathan likes that I don't and yes. vice versa. And Absolutely. we're still best friends. Like yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's not an attack on your personal choices, but you have to appreciate that, you know, people are passionate about mortal combat. Mm-hmm. It is a franchise that has continued on all these years later. And we're still celebrating the heroes, the villains, the fatalities, the, the special moves, the artwork, the visual style, how the characters have evolved. We're all we're all rabid for a great Mortal Kombat film. And we're all looking for something in particular. And if we didn't get it, we have a right to be like upset about it just as much as you have a right to like, hey, I got what I wanted. Luke Kane does his, you know, dragon fatality on Cabal. Like, okay, I'm ready to call it a day. I got what I wanted. He if does that's his
1: bicycle case, kick. I I
0: that's yeah. all I needed. Yeah, which, if that's all you wanted to see was the special moves on screen, okay, then you got what you wanted. But Yeah, everything I, else
1: around it is just, there's nothing there. Yeah, we, and because
0: we want a good Mortal Kombat story. We don't want a Mortal Kombat special effects film.
1: Yeah, I just, mean, I, if I wanted to see special moves like that, I would just... i played play the damn game. I would just go play the game, yeah. And be, and be, be more satisfied
0: playing Mortal Kombat too because I feel like I've accomplished something. I, I had, you know, I beat Mortal Kombat 2 on Super Nintendo. Like, oh my god, I can't believe I did it. But uh, you know, this does you don't get that. It's a very thin script because once we get through the introduction of the uh the, the Zany hijinks of, of Kano uh killing the reptile and, and Sony like that's the when... daddy character teams up with Kano for a few million bucks that she just I'm like, this is not Sonya Blade at yeah. all. Like these guys Especially when they when people are upset that uh, women are not portrayed in a more leading, strong role, like this is not doing that cause any favors with how shitty Sonya Blade is is uh, portrayed in this film.
1: Yeah. So it's like after they do that, they they go to they make their way to Raiden's temple. So we can just finally... by walking there because because Kano's been there, mate. Yeah, yeah, he he knows where it's at. So they meet up with Liu Kang and Kung Lao. And uh Jax a pussy. They have uh they've they got Jax there. He doesn't have his arms yet, and they well, he's got these really bad uh robot arms, which is kind of funny when I'm watching him pathetically hit this punching bag. He looks very sad. But that that's when we finally really see uh Shang Tsung, and he's there with Sub Zero and he has Melina, which uh okay. Like they're just there. It's like these characters just show up. There's no I, I got build up to threat. There's, there's, no, there's no... no, they just show up. They're there. They're like, Hey, we're the bad guys. And you're like, yeah, okay. And from anyone that's played the games, uh, they show up. And I guess maybe this is what they're expecting too. They show up and I'm like, Oh, okay, well there's this character and this character and this character. Cause I, I'm kind of explaining it a little bit to Emily too. Cause she's not super well-versed in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. She's not sitting here playing all those games. So I was like, all right, well, Molina looks uh, sort of Okay. And Raiden throws up the the shield to keep him out. It's like, no, you, you gotta you gotta stay out, which kind of works itself into uh, it. Just seems like plot device. So the shield is up, and while the shield is up, this gives time for Liu Kang and Kung Lao to teach teach these warriors who have the dragon marking on them to to. Uh, what is it? What is it again? The word that you you hate to say.
0: Oh God! You have to get me to say this shit.
1: The Arcana.
0: I'll, Arcana. Say it, I'll, I'll say
1: it for you. You gotta you gotta find your your special ability, and it could be anything. Like Liu Kang, Lu Kang has fire, and Kung Lao's got his his hat, which Kano constantly jokes about. It's like, oh, what am I gonna get? Am I gonna get the fireball? I get the stupid hat. Blah blah blah. So they're they're working through that, and as as we're going along, it, it turns out Cole doesn't know what his is, and he sucks, and he can't figure out what what his power is. Everyone else is gradually obtaining it. We have the the thing where uh, Liu Kang, they're all sitting at the table eating, and and they're giving Kano shit, and Kano gets so pissed off. That's when we get the laser eye, and he's like, "Ha ha, I got it, laser eye." And at this point. Is it at this point right here in the film that Cole decides to quit and Raiden's just like, go be with your family. Is it right there during this sequence?
0: No, I, I think it's, uh, it's after they've had their fight when like Shang Tsung just decides to like show up. Um, because they're, they're, um, on a way I, I, they, God, I feel like there's so much like jumbled shit right now after they go through the whole thing of like, they're, they're, very uninterested training session. Giving Luke Kang his his backstory, and I'm like, oh, this is the most unlikable Luke Kang I could have imagined. He's, like he's just—he he sounded half asleep
1: most of the time. There, there is—he
0: is, just comes off as—I don't care how he looks. Someone who looks that phenomenal, I should not be like, God, this guy's a dork. Like you, you did not buy. Well, of course, it doesn't help that he is not. You know, I will say this, like. If you did not want to go with Liu Kang again, because Liu Kang has been the focal point of the the main story, I'd have been happy if you made Kung Lao, which, God forbid, the character has been neglected by far, probably one of the most. I'm like, if you want to put in a different lead and you want to make an Asian actor the lead in this film, Kung Lao should have been your go-to and just not even worry about Liu Kang if you didn't want to go that route or make… Liu Kang story Kung Lao story or something like that but it doesn't help that we got so many characters in this scene you can't get behind any of them um but just knowing that you know all right I have to touch on this too I know again we're all over the place here but to to kind of bring it all together when we're introduced to Shang Tsung Mm -hmm. you're not
1: terrified
0: you're not intimidated not one bit, and when I, I did, when I was watching it with Matt and Jordan, I didn't realize it, but they had told me it was Lau from The Dark, and I'm like, "Oh my oh, yeah. God, what yeah, he's, what a pussy!"
1: Yeah,
0: you know, Heath Ledger's right; he's a squealer, and this guy is about of a squealer version of Shang Tsung as as you ever could imagine. His goofy ass tear on his head, he's got darkened out eyes. I guess to em- to em- emphasize that he's evil guy. I'm like. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not saying anything here that says this, this guy is a force to be reckoned with. Because, Kerry Tagawa, who is still celebrated to this day as the definitive live-action Shang Tsung, it's a testament to his acting. Because Kerry's played bad guys in a lot of stuff. He's played good guys in some stuff, too. Hell, even, and I was telling Nathan about this earlier, he's in an episode of Miami Vice. And he is an imposing good guy in this in this one episode of Miami Vice from the '80s, because he's a good actor. Th- this and I I blame the script a lot too, because you can't. The actors are told are only given what they're given. This guy is not given anything to showcase that this is. You know, if we're not gonna, you know, they they don't even allude to Shao Khan in this film. Yeah, you know. And they at least allude to Shang Tsung. Works for
1: wasn't uh, Shao Kahn? Wasn't there uh, like a a statue of him at some point? I feel like I remember seeing that. I think so. There there may
0: there there may have been along with like a a Shao Kahn statue as well. It's just like more Easter egg bullshit. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about any of this stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: doesn't mean anything to me because if I don't care about who I'm seeing on the screen, I don't care who you've got plastered on the wall or who or who you made a statue of. Shang Tsung isn't is not a threat at all in this movie. Like he doesn't no. do anything to show that this guy is, is scary. I'm like, Melina, why? I don't know why she's not wearing a mask to reveal her big, nasty, nasty, yeah, you know,
1: I, I don't either face.
0: It's, it's like, they just felt like, well, we've, we've cast a black actress. Well, make sure like you cast it. It's it, the fact that she's of, of, of ethnicity, like is irrelevant. It should be. That's Melina. The mask and the size—that is a trademark. I don't care if you hired a Hispanic woman, an American woman, a Black woman. It—it it, it should be the character, not who you cast. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I I agree. So, uh, Shang Tsung. Uh, Shang Tsung that Shang Sung. Shang Sung. Yeah, there you go. Shows up with Sub Zero, Molina, Raiko Natara, and uh, Prince Goro. He's he's kind of. Uh, hanging around and Cabal, which Cabal is. is, All right. So we had Kano being sort of the comic relief smart ass. Now we have Cabal. Who's like, he he's, he's cool. He's cool. Villains just going to say fuck a lot. And I, I hated that character too. But what's also funny is Natara shows up. Everybody has a fight here. And, And Natara is killed. By Kung Lao, which was actually a cool kill. I did like that was probably the best kill of the movie for me. When he throws his hat down, becomes a saw blade and just like rips her right through it. I thought that was easily the best kill in this movie. So while all of this is going on, Raiden's trying to uh, get everybody out of there, and Kung Lao, he he gets. Let's see, he throws his hat right and misses Shang Tsung, and then. Is it Shang Tsung that throws something at Kung Lao that keeps him from getting pulled in by Raiden's transfer teleportation? I, all I'm I' trying remember to remember is now. that
0: is that that Shang Tsung doesn't fight and he just takes his soul right there on the spot. I'm like, okay, I hate this character. Like, he just comes in and does it. You know, and plus we're also glossing over the fact that we have got the shittiest Raiden. Yes, you know that this is it, it, all this happens in Raiden's temple yeah that his security is so shitty that kano could just bloody well take it out mate yeah with it with his with his arc oh yeah
1: yeah yeah we, we we left that out we we forgot that uh kano meets with cabal on the other side of of this force field that raiden Which has just sounds so lame of like oh just hey hey next door neighbor
0: yeah you know like, like oh
1: hey why, why don't you just turn he's like all right so he destroys uh, the, the staff that's in place to keep this this bubble around them. So that, that's how they get in there to begin with, which I totally left that out. The other thing I left out too is when Kung Lao kills Natara. I was like, that was a cool kill. And then he immediately ruins it by saying flawless victory. I'm like, I know we're the video game, but do we really have to do that after
0: that? That's why I feel like, you know, I know they worked in a couple of those in the 95 film. More they need it, no. I got where they did it. Yeah. But, again, you, you kill momentum so much. Like, oh, man, he said it. How cool is that? Again, it feels like it's a 12-year-old
1: moment. But it, but it worked more in the context of 95, because they're actually having the tournament, and Shang Tsung saying, finish him, and all this. Yeah. It's, not, it's not just, here's a random fight, and... Shang Tsung is the one watching the fight in 95 and saying, Flawless victory. That works. And when he, and when he
0: takes the soul of the of the first combatant Luke Kang fights, Yes. Your soul is mine and fatality. You can roll your eyes if you want, but like Nathan said, that makes more sense in the context of the scene as opposed to just forcing it in
1: so people go, Oh, game reference. Because, move uh, on. Well, well, I mean, in the 95, that's like taking from the game. It's like you're watching... It's like, I, yeah, I did that because I played the game. This, it's just out of context of even what's going on. It's just, all right, yeah. we're fighting, but it's not a contest. I don't know. And it's coming with the, I mean, coming I mean, from that the whole, wrong characters, too. It, when they're it, it is. Shit.
0: And it, it seems out of character. Like for Kong Lao comes off as a more stoic, quiet, stealth fighter someone like honestly i feel like he wouldn't need to talk that much kung lao should i mean just based on my perception of him in in uh part two and three comes off as a very like a man of few words you know he lets his fighting and the look alone a guy with a hat with a blade around it like that's not someone you want to fuck with just looking at the guy yeah he wouldn't need to say anything i always feel like that character could have taught so much to our New up and coming underdog. If we actually gave a shit about him, right? Uh, or, you know, um, again, too, too many characters all in one scene. It's got annihilation written all over,
1: it, but and, and characters are getting killed before you even really know their name. It's like, here's this character, and they're dead uh, uh, immediately. I'm like, what was the sense of doing that? Like, yeah, fan service is one thing, but he didn't need them there to begin with. <laughs>
0: you and that's the thing too and I, I it almost at times feels like this film is like they're really trying to go for. because i know like the actor who played sub-zero is signed on i think for four films which makes you feel like they're wanting to do maybe even spin off films or who knows what warner brothers is thinking they're probably thinking we could do what marvel's doing but with mortal combat and you know they've tried it in the games with mythologies and special forces and shaolin monk and they, they all flop, but it's a good well,
1: idea. Shaolin Monks, uh, is apparently, I never got around to playing it, but I heard it was a pretty decent co-op game.
0: I never did play it either. I think I was burned by Special Forces and Mythologies was the only one that I played several times. Yeah. I, it was hard as hell, but I did enjoy it.
1: And then those uh, newer ones like Deadly Alliance and stuff, like they were fun, but it, was, it didn't almost in a way feel like Mortal Kombat anymore, if that makes sense.
0: I, I get it. Like, I, I enjoy, especially Deception, because I, I like that a lot. But I still always go back because it's it still holds up as those first three games, because the story, the characters evolved. We're inter- it, it was like Terminator 2 to Terminator. You're giving, or Predator 2 to Predator, or Aliens to Alien. Pre- Mortal Kombat 2 advanced these characters, introduce new characters, and the, the, the mythology expanded in a very positive way, you, where you wanted to know more about this character and this new character is teamed up with with a youthful Shang Song and who's the new this this emperor that Shang Song answers to and it left you wanting more. And two people may not like three, but I like three and I like the story that it, it with the characters and all that stuff. But um, I forgot where the hell I was going with this. <laughs> you know, I, you know it 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 what makes. Mortal Kombat worked better than Mortal Kombat 2021 is that it helped so much that we're only given three main characters to follow. And Raiden is used, whether, yes, Raiden is not Asian in that, but Christopher Lambert does a phenomenal job because Raiden is serving the purpose of what he is in the game. He is there to, he's not... Which just well, makes I, well,
1: I mean, when, the, when you have Raiden in the games, especially uh, the newer ones, which I didn't play 10, and I didn't play 11, I only played Mortal Kombat 9.
0: Is that the 2010 one, where they were pretty much rebooted? Like, Yeah,
1: it's it's pretty much, they, they rebooted it, but they told it in a way where everything made sense. I'm like, alright, yeah. well that's cool, it's nice that they did that, but... When I think of Raiden, I think of someone like very wise and very well spoken. And I don't want that. I don't want this to come across as bad, but when you're trying to have that character, you don't want someone that's just going to talk in. I guess you would say just sort of broken English. It just doesn't. It it does. I or I don't know how to make him him as a a dick. They don't make him at all. Like I'm here to
0: let let you all know this is what's coming. I you guys have been selected because you are the best of the best. This yeah. is what's at stake. It's yeah. important that you guys, you know, come to terms with what you're afraid of and and focus on like this these beings from another world are trying to invade our world unless you beat them in hand to hand combat. It's important that you you are the best at your craft that you are, you know, you 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 rely on each other for help to to encourage each other. It's just silly shit happening in It doesn't help that they write Raiden to tell this new guy, which I guess his grand plan was, send him home so he'll learn to get his Arkana. Like, no, he just comes off as just like, what a prick. There's nothing likable about this. Raiden is supposed to be the guy that you turn to for support, you know, that that shows you the path. And to think that he's got a temple that's so easily broken into, like, he's the Mm -hmm. god of thunder and lightning. There should be no way. Which is why I, I like Lambert's presence in 95, uh, because he shows up to keep Shang Tsung in check. Don't be trying to pull your shit here. I know what you're trying to do, but even though they acknowledge that once they get to the island, Raiden is pretty much there as a guide. He's there to remind them, you know, look, you're not ready for this yet. You need to keep trying or keep fighting. is it, there for, for logical advice and support. Yeah. That's not what we get from this raid. He is there to just flash lightning and his eyes light up and he says you know degrading shit and, and, you're, and you're not and, any good.
1: And it's also the way that he says it too. I go back to that and I don't want once again, I don't want that to sound bad, but I would rather it sound more like a, a master splinter or a Mr. Miyagi talking where even though it can sound sort of broken at some point, it, it has a flow to it. He sounded so disjointed with everything that he was saying.
0: And I blame that, the fact that they don't really give him, they just probably just told him, you're going to sit there and just pretend your eyes are flashing and just say, you know, you need to get out of here. You're, you're going home. You're, you're yeah. no good to us here. Like, well, it's not, it's, it's, it's shitty writing of a great character.
1: Well, I, I, let's get to easily our favorite part of the movie. So Raiden's like, Cole, fuck you, go home. Oh, so Cole, uh, Cole goes go. back home to his family. And this is when uh, Goro has been sent after him. Right? Uh, they're they're having a fight. Uh, Goro's like fucking with the family. The family, like his his wife and daughter, trying to get away. Goro smashing on the truck.
0: Just Goro on a farm. It, that image alone is offensive to me as a fan. Let alone what transpires here. But just the logic behind we're going to take the champion of Mortal Kombat in in. We yes. think so little. We're going to send him after this this weakling underdog, like that's your again, champion. Why are you? Which why is be,
1: it... Which would be regarded as your strongest warrior? Keep that in mind. Out of everybody that Shang Tsung has brought out, he looks at Goro because he is the champion as his strongest warrior. I would think, right? Because dude won, dude that, won. The that's turn.
0: how he, he is. Yeah, he is the champion. That's how all fans see him, in, in, in tournament-wise, in, in in history, and in the, in the storyline, he is the champion to be beaten, and works with Shang Tsung, and yet he's sent as pretty much as a henchman.
1: Yeah, so you you see him uh, like briefly early in the film. He's here for this fight scene. Cole finally digs down, finally gets his his armor his upper armor bodysuit with uh I don't know the name of the weapon it's like the, I think they're
0: commas or something like that yes yeah. it' look like a I, I, it's like a variation on commas I think
1: so uh, apologies on that that we don't know exactly what yeah. that is but uh he tears up goro and fucking kills him I'm like well that's it goro's dead and I know some people will be like but Goro in 95 got punched in the dick and kicked off a cliff. And I'm like, yes, he did, but they also spend a lot of that movie building him up, and making him a menace. He's killed people during this tournament; like, yeah. he is a threat. Like, yeah, that would be one thing about '95 that I'm not happy about.
0: I Actually, I did like that, be- and you just touched on that because, you know, the movie's 30 minutes long. I mean, th- 90 minutes long. Excuse me. And <laughs> they, yes, they are building Goro up. I mean, for a great period, of t- even before you know, you even see him. You know, when when uh, Shang Tsung says, some of you may have the distinct honor and pleasure to face Prince Goro, our reigning champion. And, you know, when you see him sitting, I mean, you're just building him up. And then he goes away for a while. And then Shang Tsung just turns to him and he says, is it time? Like, yes, we've let these humans. Like, you you perfectly. And then you show in a fight, he kills Art. And then you make it sound these guys, how are they going to beat Goro? And that's how I feel like that's when Johnny, it's time for Johnny Cage's story art to be cranked up. You yeah, know that's how you end his story. Sonya's in Kashiko Canada, and then you advance to Luke Kang's. Like you're evolving these three characters. This is just getting all over. And like I said, bad wrestling booking. We don't know how to make him popular, so have him just kill the champion. Yeah, with a shitty superpower. Yeah, I mean it's just like someone it really been had any, a. Bu-
1: it could have been anything else, but I guess it makes sense with his shitty MMA failed career, right? That he would that he would just have a very close combat kind of power that. Seemingly, uh, from the, what I gathered from it is each time he's getting damage to that, it kind of like harnesses it within that armor that he can then deflect an equal or greater amount of power back on his opponent. That's kind of what I got from it. No, I got, it's
0: just a really dumbass idea because everybody else has projectiles. Yeah. This guy just has shitty body armor and weapons, like, Kung Lao's hat is a weapon, but he fights hand-to-hand. Sonya Blade is supposed to fight hand-to-hand. She has her her blast. You know, Liu Kang has fireballs, but he fights hand-to-hand. This guy is just relying on weapons, essentially, and armor to protect him. Nobody else is walking around with, with, you know... I mean, Jax gets his... Oh, God, I can't believe I'm saying this, too. You know, he gets his bionic arms from his arcana, as opposed to... It was such a lazy, shitty way of trying to introduce his bionic arms, which I always, to yeah. me, were enhancements. Like, his arms are still intact, which I, I know, it, it, and new canon, Ermac tore his arms off, but doesn't mean anything here. But just the, the logic behind all this stuff, it's 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 such shitty canon for this new take on Mortal Kombat. It doesn't, it doesn't help get anybody over it. You can't get behind anybody. When you're force-fitting all the silly nonsense. I'm like, if, you're, if you buy into Mortal Kombat, you buy into a resource for that takes souls. You buy into a four-armed champion who's, uh, you know, Shokan. You, you, you buy that a, a Shaolin monk can do a bicycle kick and, no, and need no explanation. If you're buying into Outworld and the mythology of who Shao Kahn is and, and the significance of the tournament, I don't need to have explained. Why suddenly Luke Kane can shoot a fireball from his hands, or why Kano yes. can fire a laser out of his damn eye. Yeah. It's yes. you're 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 trying to sit there and say, Oh, we're doing a Mortal Kombat film for new fans, like, okay, but you're throwing in stuff that only Mortal Kombat fans would know and understand. Which is it here? What's your target here? Is it the general audience who knows nothing of Mortal Kombat? Or the people who've kept the franchise alive by Buying the games and the merchandise and the action figures and the storm collectibles at almost $100 a pop. You, wh- wh- which is it here? Which are yeah. great figures. I'm still going to get Motar at some point. God.
1: Yeah, they um, are They are great figures. I need to get more because I only have Goro and Shao Kahn. So. Yeah,
0: I've got Sub-Zero and Cyrax and Goro. Um, and I want that Motar so bad. I can't stand it. But, I digress. That's why I feel like this this movie, they could not make up their mind which direction you're going to go in.
1: Yeah, and speaking of that, in order to get Cole over more after he kills Goro and goes back, oh. that's when he's well, like, all right, then he's giving direction to everybody. You're going to go. I here. was ready to throw a
0: brick through Matt and Jordan's TV when I saw him handing out, you're going to go fight this person, yeah. you're going to go fight that but person. He
1: he was like, can Raiden tra- teleport uh, anybody anywhere? And I'm like, well, if he can do that, then it just kind of breaks everything else up that happened before, too. To a degree. Well, it just makes, like, okay... Like, they could have Ra- gone somewhere completely different from Raiden's temple, to where Raiden wouldn't have to worry about a threat of someone attacking him. they Raiden well, could have, Raiden gone could have
0: just sent else. Shang Tsung and his entire crew back exactly. to Outworld. Exactly, exactly. But no, that's where the shitty writing is, like, where was the writer here? Oh, he was out, you know, taking a shit. <laughs> you know, why wasn't this part fixed? Oh, well, we don't have time to, yeah. to for logic. This is Mortal Kombat. There is no logic... Oh. What was I thinking? expected boss uh, in the Mortal Kombat story.
1: But Cole is like, all right, Liu Kang, you, <sighs> you, you go uh, you go take on... Uh, Luke Kang takes on... Cabal. 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 And, and yeah. then Jax takes on uh, Raikou. And once again, those are other short fights I felt like. Oh, by the way, Sonya gets to go take on Kano.
0: Yeah, and a, back, back home in a trailer. And it's great, and it's awesome, and he gets and she kills him. She
1: kills him with a fucking garden gnome right through his eye, and then now that she's killed him, she gets her own dragon tattoo and her own power. So, which is also another projectile, by the way.
0: And I feel sorry for Kana fans. Like, if you even if you liked him all the way up to him getting killed, to know that he was killed with a garden gnome, yeah, like in a really shitty fight. Which they Sonya alluded Blade.
1: to earlier in the film.
0: Yeah, because he hawks a loogie at it, I'm like, okay, that's just lame. And to know that that was going to be the joke later on in the movie, as if like, I guess the audience in the theaters were like, "Oh, oh, oh I get it now, man you you witty sons of bitches at Warner Brothers. Uh, oh, God, and plus two, <laughs> knowing that." Cole, we you you have him kill Goro, and he needs help fighting Molina, and makes a point to say, "I need help." Yeah, yeah. So you 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 build him up just to make him an even bigger pussy, not to downplay Molina at all, right? But she's Goro not the is the, She's not the, Goro. Looking at the guy, a forearm behemoth. Mm-hmm. You kill him on your own, your own stomping your home. And you need help fighting a single warrior with two hands. Uh, it, all just a lame excuse to get somebody to come in and shoot Melina in the back with her projectile in yeah. the flight. And,
1: and then she says something very stupid afterwards. I can't remember verba- verbatim what it was, but it, it was basically like, oh, yeah, Kilcano got powers or something yeah, to just, that. Effect. Just lame shit, which I, it, it's, it's just like. Which, once again, that goes back to the whole thing because that was uh, a fatality move. Shooter wrote that. you can. They make it a point when Melina's laying on her side to show her spine. And that's something you think about all video games. So, of course, you're like, okay, there's a fatality. And, of course, the character's got to say some shitty one-liner immediately after it to completely kill the coolness of what just happened. That it, Every time. I'm like, alright, that kill was alright. That looked alright. Immediately take that away. With the shitty one-liner, they didn't have. You didn't have to do that
0: because people just like when they make shitty t-shirts, they can't let the imagery sell the cool factor. No, you gotta have a witty line of dialogue because people need to laugh. They can't just be like, "Holy shit, that was awesome." They know, like, that's when I say, "Fuck you." Well.
1: well, if you want to say fuck you even more, we're getting to the, the climactic part of this film where Sub-Zero has captured Cole's oh, family. Oh, uh, yeah. And, ge- and guess, you will never guess where Sub-Zero has taken Cole's family and frozen them. It, it wouldn't happen to be a, an octagon in a gym. Oh, shit. Right in Cole's wheelhouse. a shitty wheelhouse. We're, we're, we're back to the octagon. Sub-Zero's like, hey, come fight me here. And obviously, in between here, Cole has learned that he is a descendant of Scorpion's character. Uh, Hanzo Hasashi. Yeah, I
0: know, know they kick in the balls to the Scorpion character, which they baited, baited and switched the fans on Scorpion. I mean, like, hook, line, and sinker. They mm-hmm. have done everything they could to make it sound like he was going to be a pivotal character in this film. And they, I mean, they did everything they could to pretty much just feel like put him in the beginning and we'll save him from the end and it'll be like the big oh shit moment like no by that point how would anyone give a shit but, about scorpion's presence in this film by this point
1: but also the way that scorpion comes back is cole uh it, it gets bloodied in the fight and his blood because he is a descendant has triggered scorpion to arise from the nether realm and that's when uh, Cole and Scorpion fight Sub-Zero. And I guess you guys kind of... He
0: needs help again, because Cole can't do anything, but he can beat Goro. I guess, I mean, he'll beat Kentaro and Motaro at the same time in in the sequels,
1: but he'll need help fighting everybody else along the way. I was like,
0: like, probably some lame-ass character. I'm, try- I'm trying to think of probably that one guy that's in Mortal Kombat 4 that saw he's chasing after Jarek yeah. or something like and that. And also,
1: while Cole is getting help, and when Scorpion is fighting Sub-Zero, that's when Cole is like, all right, well, thanks for the help. Fuck you, Sub-Zero. I'm going to go try to break away this ice to help my family, which he can't even do that either. Like, he struggles <laughs> breaking the ice to free his family. <laughs> I
0: wish they'd really just emphasized how it went. Just by throwing something like,
1: eh. <laughs> Yeah, just just yeah. come on. Em-
0: embrace what a pussy you are, dude. You suck.
1: Yeah, so Scorpion inevitably kills Sub-Zero and departs. And that's when Raiden and everybody shows up like, oh, hey, wait, you guys are fighting here? I, I didn't know, even though... Raiden sort of has always struck me as an all-knowing character. He kind of knows what's going on most of the time with everybody anywhere. Or
0: he's ahead of the game. Like he knows yeah, that he too. knows
1: what's coming. Like no no this 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 is just
0: you know yeah you know, everything shit every there, there's nothing positive to say about say what you want about special effects uh-huh. say what you want about the fatalities you can't say a single positive thing about a single character in this film.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Sang, uh, Shang Shang Song, I keep fucking that up. Shows up. Uh, we get where all the other uh, evil warriors have died. He he's taken them back. He's sent them to the nether realm as well. And uh, that that's basically it, more or less. And then we we get the the big thing at the end where Raiden is creating a new list of warriors because there, there's more out there, and that's when cole is packing his shit up and that's when that promoter guy's like hey man i got you this he's like no nah, i'm good I'm, I'm gonna quit and that's the guy's like yeah you probably should because you sucked where are you going i'm going to hollywood because he's gonna go find johnny cage the Mias. the Mias is gonna be johnny cage in the sequel i can feel it i feel like it will be him i really do I don't have a problem with The Miz so much. Like, yeah, he's, he's a shitty wrestler, but he's outlasted so many other people in, in that industry, in that company. And I haven't watched any of the, the shitty Marine movies. I probably never will. But I think he's cocky and dorky enough that maybe he can make Johnny Cage work in this universe that they're trying to do. And that's about as far as I'll go with that.
0: No, I mean I don't care who they cast. Like they'll, they'll make Johnny Cage, whoever actor they cast, is as obnoxious if not more than Kano was. Like and I love Johnny Cage. But they, I feel like yeah, Lyndon Ashby is probably the only interpretation of the character that I thought was like extremely likable. Like they write him as obnoxious cocky. They don't mi- make him fun and like cool cocky. They just like God, they just they don't know how to write a likable arrogant character who's really good at what he does this is just like someone tell him to shut the hell up yeah and that's what makes me think they're gonna do it with johnny cage they're gonna make him so over the top you were just like you can't take well you can't take anybody if you can't take luke kang seriously in this film johnny cage is gonna be an absolute joke like in a bad bad way i don't care if it's Casper Van Dien, Ryan Reynolds, The Miz, James Marsden—all the wait, names. Wait, wait, wait—they've—they've they,
1: they've tossed out Casper Van Dien because
0: he played him in that I think Mortal Kombat Legacy series.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. really watch any of
0: that. I, I didn't either. I think by the time it was made available, I lost interest in trying to like make a point to sit down and watch it. Yeah. Um, even though I thought Michael Jai White cast as Jax I was like God, that's perfect casting. That, that is. Like, why didn't we get him? My, why isn't Michael J. White playing the more, more leading a leading man in most movies anyway anymore? Damn it! Yeah, that's perfect casting for Jax, Man, like you could not you you outside outside of casting Carl Weathers from 30 years ago, like Michael J. White, it was born to play Jacks. Like no, no, we're not gonna do that. But you know what? It just saved Michael J. White from being in a piece of shit film.
1: That's true. Yeah. I, I feel like he's had enough of those. Yeah, he has you
0: know, and he's too damn good and, and too. Eh. Yeah, his talent didn't need to be wasted. But uh, but no
1: thoughts on the the theme song at all in the credits. Did you listen to it at all?
0: Did you? I listened to it. Were you already out the door by
1: that? point? I was
0: already out the door by that point. But I listened to it in advance when it was up. I'm like, this for sucks, man. This is just, and I'm like, I I, I didn't think I, it was it, horrible.
1: I didn't think it was well, horrible.
0: It, well, it was forgettable. It was just like, oh, God, like. There was a few like one or two pieces of music in the film that I thought was okay, but none of it made me want to go track it down after watching the film. Yeah, which not is sure. not a good—it's not a good thing. Which means forgettable. I don't know if it, if that's worse than so angry you you won't forget it. Like, you know, I I won't I, I won't forget this film, but everything in it was forgettable. Right. If that but, makes sense to you. No, so I have, no, I was not impressed by the, by the new take. On the, the infamous, infamous ass kicking, you know, uh, the Immortals, which I still listen to this day when I work out or just for fun because nothing's going to take away that moment of sitting in the, the mall theater opening night and the New Line Cinema logo comes onto the screen with Mortal Kombat blasting. That's, I'll never forget where I was, who I watched it with, what happened afterwards, all because, I mean, it was, it was an experience. Right.
1: But hey, you'll always remember this as well for all the wrong I, I reasons.
0: Me too, just like Annihilation, convent, tr- trying so hard. Like, I gotta like this. I'm like, I, but thankfully, I have evolved from like, you know what? You know, you don't like it. You don't like what you see. And honestly, I don't feel like Mortal Kombat should have been a hard thing to pull off. But obviously, they did feel like telling a... Comp- and I'm sure the people who wrote this thought, this Arcana bullshit, the, the birthmark nonsense, and not having to build up the villains is anything than more as like oh it's just something that happens to be in our way as opposed yeah. to you guys better get your shit together these guys are coming they're playing for keeps and they're gonna rip you apart unless you get your shit together and work together as a team and support each other and be the best you can be no 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 we don't have time for that we got to have the jokes and Kana says pussy <laughs> you know. It's 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 a mess. It's it's a mess. It's a yeah. train wreck of a film. And yeah. I and I I, I it honestly it it kind of re like and I go through cycles all the time where you you circle back to stuff. But I you know it's just put me in the mood for all the classic stuff because it reminds me of just how great everything was before, and it's never going to be any better because these people come in and try to reinvent the damn wheel.
1: You know. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess if there was one takeaway from it, even though it was poorly executed, the idea of having a story take place in this one to build up to a sequel that would have a proper tournament, I, I give—I wouldn't say give them props, but I think that maybe that was a, a different way to try to take it, because if they're just going through it immediately, they're like, we're doing the tournament again, then I that could turn off a lot of people, too, but it's... I don't know. I don't well, know.
0: Also, it also feels like, too, because there was no impressive fights in the film. Yeah. And I'm, I'm saying this is all... On, like, I don't walk away thinking that one fight was good. Not one time. Because the memorable moments for people were special effects-oriented. They were not like how Luke Kang fought Reptile, or Johnny Cage fought Scorpion, or Liu Kang a Sub-Zero, or Liu Kang, the one guy uh, at the opening of the tournament, there were not great hand-to-hand combat fights. They were all special effects oriented. Yeah. You could have, I mean, and, and I'm trying to be, I'm I'm gonna speak as is is, you know, even kill and down the middle. If if you're gonna go this route, could a movie without the tournament worked? I would definitely sure as hell would not have wanted to see that. I feel like this could have been the earth-based tournament. They failed. You set up Shang Tsung going back to outward, I mean, play it up just like the games. Yeah, and you can still keep introducing people out the ass if you want to throw in more Easter eggs, and then they, you know, eventually build up to the inevitable invasion of Earth, and not even do a tournament. You've done it twice. Now we just try to stop these, and it just use all that fighting. Yeah, you know. But if you're going to go this route, that's why the Cole character. Like I don't Cole care what had you're to trying go. to do. Yeah, no matter you. what, there's no story that works with that piece of shit character. But I'm all for like s- making the Earthrealm characters like s- something of significance. You know, they're chasing Kano. Kano lies himself with someone associated with Shang Tsung. You know, for, strictly for gain and to get over on uh, Joni and, it, and uh, Jonia, could, Sonia and Jacks. Where and they all up,
1: are, it could build up to a mystery of. Going from we didn't know that this tournament was a thing to gradually uncovering it through following with Kano and who Kano falls in with and what these people know to gradually build it up to know by the end of it, hey, Earth's in trouble kind of thing. And then that's when you can have Raiden come in, show up like at the end of the first movie and be like, hey, uh, we got some shit to talk about here. And then boom, credits. And then you go in the second movie, more, more, more builds to the tournament. They're at Earth, they fail. And then, like you said, the third movie could be strictly, we have to save Earth. It's all out loud.
0: I'd have be been fine too if it was, you had two stories going. You got Jackson, Sonia chasing Kano, and you got Luke Kang and Kung Lao working on their training because they're, they're being told about this upcoming tournament. And they all, they become linked together, you know, because Kano uh, ends up himself with the link to the tournament. Which brings in uh, Kung Lao and Liu Kang, and Raid is what unites the Earth Warriors and sets up the tournament. You know, like, yeah, you could have done it like, and not, and not, not, it didn't have to be that way, but you could have told a story without the tournament to build up, to make the tournament this big damn deal. Yeah. With just four characters linked in together. That way you, you can get maximized character time, but they're following the same story. They're following their story and link them together to set up. I, I,
1: There's so many other ways you could have done this. Warner Brothers, yeah. hit us up. We'll write the movies for you.
0: Yeah, and we'll do it for free if you'll uh, get rid of Cole and uh, you know. Connor.
1: <laughs> in the sequel. We'll we'll kill him like Johnny Cage got killed in Annihilation.
0: Yeah, yeah, just completely like no, he's just dead. And no, it's not just, even
1: the same guy that that.
0: Yeah, the, cast someone else. Cast like you know. The guy who works in, uh, you know, the cafeteria, you know, serving in, like soup in the soup line at Warner Brothers or something like that, you know, in, in their in their cafeteria. I don't care. Cast Joel motto to play. You know, he'll do it. He'll come on, just feed him. Give him a free meal, and Joe will show up. And he'll, yeah, he'll be, he'll be shoot like the, the back uh, of
1: his head. Yeah, yeah it'd it'd be be great. That's yeah. all you got to do.
0: And just feed him, and he'll go home.
1: Oh.
0: You know, promote his customs.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, but it's yeah that there's no way this film was going to work with that character in it. And I think a lot of people can can agree that even if you liked everything else, the Cole character is what. And I it it scares me to think that Warner Bros is gonna they force this character in and restructure this film around this made up character. I mean, what what has to happen for Warner Brothers to like? Okay, we made a big mistake. Like this movie made money. There's more money to be made. But we, we screwed the pooch in forcing this new character in here that fans unanimously are not buying into. Like, what do you do?
1: They won't do anything. They'll just keep him in there. He'll fucking John Cena in his way through all the movies and defeat everybody and be the ultimate hero. Right?
0: I guess that's what Warner Brothers sees because, you know, studios don't like to lose face. They Unless... don't like to
1: admit defeat unless they turn him evil and then someone else has got to step up to take out Cole at the end to be the ultimate hero. Could it be Liu Kang? Will he be asleep? Nobody knows. Yeah,
0: will we give a shit? Probably not. Because, yeah, I'll tell you that right now.
1: Definitely not. I have no interest in in a sequel unless it's, like you said, if they retconned a lot of shit, and, but I, it's not going to happen now. Where They're two balls deep into it. They're no. not going to look at it from the feedback. They're going to look at it at, oh, man, uh, this is how much money this made at the box office. This is how many uh, streams it had in the month that it was on HBO Max. Who cares about anything else?
0: That's what worries me, too, because I, I feel like, you know, it, it, cause I I think at this point, too, I think Disney's well aware that their Star Wars films outside of The Mandalorian And uh, Rogue One, like, their continuation of the Skywalker story blew up in their face. There's no denying it. I think they they cannot hide from that shame. That's why it makes me wonder, like, what has happened for Warner Brothers to to feel like, okay, we've got this property. We can make money with it. But where people are so quick to dismiss it, oh, well, they they came out and fell flat on the face the first time. Now they're going to do a soft reboot. And, and say it's a sequel, but it's a reboot. It's just like where they're like, "Look, we get what you're doing. Just just say you're trying to make things right, okay? And then you know what? You won't maybe won't have so much bad feedback and being dismissed and being looked upon as like, okay, we, you guys are just shit. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, give this property to somebody else. Um, but it it's just I guess it's just you know what we are going to have to just rely on what we got back in '95." and enjoy the mythology that we got in the first few games and, and pretty much live with that um
1: did you check out the the scorpion's revenge animated movie that came out last year
0: i saw uh snippets of and then i watched the the fight at the end and then when i saw like oh my god like they're gonna have scorpion come in and save luke Kang's ass like fuck this movie
1: well i i think they're trying to do that whole thing where scorpion is Going to be the face now, and Sub Zero is going to be the heel. Whereas always as kids, we thought it was the other way around. And they're trying to like—I
0: I really wasn't aware. Even when the first movie came out, like I knew they were enemies, but I didn't know to what extent. Um, you know, because I, I was—I I knew the basic story, and you know, I was more about like Luke kane Johnny Cage, and Sonya. Yeah, and that everyone else is just like, oh, they're really cool characters, and that's kind of like, um. But yeah, they're they're really pushing for Scorpion to be like the flagship character, which kind of feels like it they spent so much time making Liu Kang the hero, it feels very blasphemous to not make Luke Kang still the, the focal point of a Mortal Kombat story. Like I feel like we got such a vast array of characters, you don't need to make Scorpion you could make Scorpion like the Boba Fett, where he's not the star of Star Wars. You think of like Han Solo, Luke Skywalker. But Scorpion is a, such a popular, you can, he can go off and do his own thing and fight Quan Chi, fight Sub Zero, or whichever version of Sub Zero, fight an array of the villains that is in Mortal Kombat. Like, you don't have to make him number one. Yeah. I mean, you, like, you can still, Captain America still leads the Avengers, but you can still have Thor stories or, or something like that. You know, it's, or I don't know. I, but the fans yes. love Scorpion. I, I'm speaking from my perspective. I'm not speaking from the masses. There is no denying Scorpion is arguably probably the most popular character in the series. Oh, yeah, I know. He
1: easily is. Now, everybody, that's who most, when people start playing the new games, that's the first character they pick. Because his moveset is easy to remember. It's powerful and strong, whatever. But I, I haven't watched the animated movie either, but I'm going to go ahead just out on a limb and recommend it over this. I feel like at least you would probably have a better time with that than you would this movie.
0: I don't like the voice acting that I've sampled in it either. Like, Sonya Blake comes off as absolutely atrocious. But
1: but could it be worse than this? I don't think so.
0: Pro- probably not. Um,
1: would, would And this goes back to this. Would you put Mortal Kombat Annihilation, would you rank it higher than Mortal Kombat 2021?
0: Not put them about neck and neck. I put them about the same. I feel like they both made the same mistakes. Too many characters, shitty story, bad dialogue, and not really caring about anything other than capitalizing on the brand, the name. Franchise, the brand name, and that is it, because yeah. that's what Annihilation, that's what that suffered. and I feel like even though this has taken years to get done, um, they weren't focusing on telling a, a good story to make everybody happy, and throw in a bunch of fun things that people could enjoy and appreciate. It was more about just telling, well, not telling anything. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to, and I know you're going to stop me for a second potentially, but, uh, I would even throw street fighter in there as well. It's a good GI Joe movie, but it is not a good street fighter movie.
0: No, it is not. And I have gone back and forth on that. film. I loved it. Then I hated it. And I've come back around to loving it. Not as a street fighter movie, but yeah, it is, you know, about as close (laughs) as we're ever going to get to a GI Joe film at this point, because I, I have no faith in the snake eyes movie coming out. Yeah. Um, And anything else that Paramount seems to be doing with the Transformers and and GI Joe franchises, they just they clearly don't know what to do and and don't care enough to figure out how to do it right. Not that it is hard to do, right? But um, yeah. uh, But yeah, I like Street Fighter a hell of a lot more. And Rolla Julia is great as M Bison. It's not M Mm. M. Bison as he should be, but God, he's he's fun to watch. Van Dam, classic Van Dam, that was like peak. Peak time as a child, being a fan of Van Damme to see that, so I was all over it. I have fond memories of it. It is by no means a great Street Fighter movie, like Nathan said, but it is a fun cheesy. watch.
1: Bringing that back, would that qualify as cheesy? That
0: part parts of it, yes, because of some of it is like, oh god, that that's not fun. But the fight with Bison at the end is great. Ryu and Vega is great because Ve- Vega is like a silent killer in the movie mm-hmm. is great. Look, he's by far like the spitting image of, of the gang, except his hair is black instead of blonde. But looks great. Ken's absolutely dreadful in the movie. Yep. Um, Chun Li, uh, Ming Na Win does a great Chun Li in the movie. She's not given a whole lot to do, but uh, Cammy, uh, Kylie Minogue, she was a great Cammy, I thought. But again, a movie that's got way too many characters and not enough time to really give them something. flesh out everything. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a mistake that a lot of these video game films do. Like, get as cram as many characters. It's like, no, you could get those in the sequel. We have no time
1: for that right now. We got to yeah. get them all in here. Well, you got to make sure you get the asses in the seats and sell the tickets first. Before well, you that's even... why the name is what does
0: that. Give them yeah. something a reason to keep coming back.
1: Right. Yeah. Good storytelling first. Well shit, man. We have gone almost an hour and a half just yeah. discussing this movie. I think we've gone on long enough. We won't bother with star ratings because you already know if you're stuck it with it. It doesn't deserve a star. Long. Not even a single star. This movie gets
0: shit. <laughs> it gets a nice like you know, get a nice gooey pile there and smear
1: it. it gets a nice just shit all, smear. Just all over Cole's Arm, under armor just throw yeah. it all over there maybe he'll absorb it and turn into a big turd and explode yeah Tur- down turn- the there we go yeah <laughs> well we hope that you guys enjoyed this i don't know exactly where i'm posting it but wherever i do post it i hope that you check out some of the other stuff that we've done on there i imagine this will go on the fans of power
0: yeah just put it there yeah. along with like the rest of the stuff yeah
1: yeah, I, I might just put the audio version of this and put like a static background and throw it on the dump bin youtube channel so make sure you go <laughs> to youtube.com slash dump bin and youtube.com slash fans power podcast tyler's been fun talking about this maybe we can do this again with some other uh, newer release films and just drop this every now and again
0: yeah, but there's nothing in the foreseeable future I'm eager to see. So, which is, <laughs> feels like we're going to either have to go back and cover something we never touched on before, or it's going to be a long time before I want to see anything new. Because until the new Batman film comes out, which makes me feel like, oh my God, Warner Bros. is going to like insert their fingers all, all up in the ass of that film.
1: Yeah, Cole shows yeah. up. Like, yeah. That's how they bring the DC and Mortal Kombat together, and we replicate Oh, man, we've
0: done it again here, people. We, we've. <laughs> ultimate crossover it's like kong and godzilla all over again uh,
1: i don't i don't get me started on that piece of
0: shit too God. yeah and i'm not gonna watch it i fuck those movies too yeah all Sick right i'm well. tired of kids and humans being the focal point of a movie about giant apes and, and lizards yeah
1: oh i hope you enjoyed we'll see you next time for whatever the fuck we decide to talk about next it's been fun man
0: yeah just encourage you go back and
1: watch the original film
0: go back and You know, look up, you know, the intros to Mortal Kombat 2 and 1 and 3. Those are more compelling. I've taken shits that were more interesting to look at than this piece of shit film. I'm like, wow, that's impressive. Look what I did there. I didn't feel like that about this movie.
1: See you guys next time.
0: Later.